Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. We're your Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which can be, I mean, smoky. It can just be like, you know, real, real smoked, honey. It's just like over coals or over like wood or over, well, other things, you know, whatever you, <laughs> what do you smoke things over? Dead bodies. I'm not quite sure. But at the end of the day, hopefully something mildly sweet. Hi. Oh. Hi. Honey, dead bodies will have very Halloween-y of me to say. Very Halloween-y, Ducky Sweetie's intro. We're talking about what, Wa? What are we talking about? We are talking about 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 5, Episode 16, Fuller House. How does it go? I think it's a brand. That's Family Matters. Tradition, this day and age, to read any good news. Okay, what's Fuller House? Um, days go no that's uh still the same thing um no it's like do 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 wait i got it wait what did it oh <laughs> everywhere you look that one <laughs> whatever happened to the divinity the and the paper boy and evening tv i mean yeah no god bless you miss your old familiar friends just waiting around the bed oh everywhere you, know you look Everywhere there's a heart, mm-hmm. there's a heart, and a hold on to. Everywhere you look, when you're lost Everywhere. out there and you're all alone, gliding and waiting, carry you home. Why'd you take it? I, why can't we stay together? Oh, because in me, you're like one second behind me. Oh, so I was—I always assume that they're hearing the same thing. So I'm like, oh, let's just do it one at a time. No, and okay. I'm not. And see, right now when I'm watching you, you are not one second behind me. We are singing together in perfect harmony. Oh, okay, yeah. Then <laughs> <laughs> everywhere you look, everywhere there's a there's a heart. Mm-hmm. A hand to hold on, on to. Everywhere, everywhere you look, everywhere. Yeah, see, we're, we're off. Well, uh, yeah, now we are. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really do the word beginning, but uh, okay. here we are. Anyway. All right. They're like, please, please, please stop this. And we're no, like, okay. Okay. Wait, who's the Fuller House? Is it Brandon and Mary because they're having a baby? Or is it TJ and Kent? I don't know who they're the actually, House is. actually, it's every person. 
It was actually every person. Brandon and Mary, because the mom is coming and they have a baby. Shekinah and Sarver, because the sister is there. Kenny and Armando, even though we're not going to be talking about them because they want us to believe that at some point they're going to maybe get a surrogate. I'm not quite sure if that's a Fuller House situation. I'm not even sure. I'm not even watching it. And TG and Kim, because Kim is now part of the what? Fuller House. Meaning the house that she, I guess, uh, is marrying into and then gets to be a part of. I feel like they just started for us and maybe they will be like maybe this is like the new couple because it is hilarious that they've been so acrimonial and as if they're not going to like get married and then they're going to have this huge marriage and then we're now led to believe this like bitchy kind of like uh cold clairvoyant is going to like meld into a culturally traditional Indian home and be like subservient to people is absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, previews for next episode, which would be episode 17, (laughs) 17 weeks, Chris. Why? Why? Anyway, honey, we're on the edge of 17. Just like that one Fleetwood Mm -hmm. Mac song. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. like a warm wake up. Okay, great. We'll stop singing. It's fine. Go on. (laughs) A white winged dove, just so you know. What I say? One week dove. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I just want to help you out when you when you when you try to. I just want to help you. I'm here to support. Okay, you're so, not here, though. I wish you were here. It'd be you are in New York, and we could go sing karaoke together. But instead, I'm just alone in this hotel room with my period and no one to hang out with. I'm so tired. No one will sing karaoke with me. But I also don't want to leave anyway. Why? Okay. The first couple that we're going to talk about is Brandon and Rude. Rude. <laughs> you, you said it. She said it over to me. Yeah, I wish I could come, but I can't. And you're leaving, uh, you Tomorrow. know, soon. So okay. you're leaving soon. So like, you know. It's no, I know. When you're lost out there and you're all alone. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Jeff Blue is waiting to carry me home. That was all key. Um, so, All right. Yeah, we'll pick up. Let's pick. What up do you think about this wedding spending? It feels like it's the same as TJ and Kim, where the wedding is a once in a lifetime event, and so and it's an event that everyone comes to, like everyone and their mother. So it can't be small and private. It has to be large and very public. Yes, it's just funny because we keep doing this thing where we we are we are so in and out of Mary and Brandon's story. We're like, we're in it for one point and suddenly it's like, well, it's been five months now and there are, you know, things are better and now we're wedding shopping. And it's like, oh, okay. Last night, you know, and she's like, well, he stopped, he stopped yelling, but he still plays video games. I would have a half of me say, what fucking video game? What Animal Crossing shit is this motherfucker just so goddamn obsessed with? And like, one thing about Mary, honey, is that she'll she'll tear a router's cord from a wall in two <laughs> seconds flat. So I can't. I'm just like, how is this even still happening? But then, yes, she's wearing a dress. Uh, he's wearing an outfit. And together, it's going to cost money, including the venue. It's very much that thing where he's like, I haven't picked any of it. And it's like, you, you know, nope, you have no say. You have no say in life. You know, like it's. This this part is the craziest part, though, is that he then lets us know that his mom is coming out for the wedding, which I was surprised as hell about for one billion reasons. And one, the first reason just chiefly is money. Go ahead, Wah. Well, I, I just was just thinking how comforting it must be to be in a culture. And I'm going to say I'm going to use TJ and I'm going to use uh, Brand- Mary and Brandon as an example where marriage seems like an expectation 
and an inevitable event. And so it is, there is so much like, this is the really the biggest thing we're going to celebrate about you in your life, not your birthday, not really your graduation, but we are going to put so much into you getting married that if you don't have this as a, an experience in your life, then you've done something to, to mess that up. It doesn't it feel that way. Cause I just like, how is it that there's so much emphasis to where you're like, this is a one time life. Cause to me, I'm like, listen, if I don't have the money for a huge wedding, we can get married on the low or we can just get married in the courts. And then we can have this wedding later when we have all the money to do it big. But to, I don't know if it just feels like maybe families just immediate, your child is born, you start saving up for the wedding period. Even if you just start saving up, I guess, I don't know what, anyways. You know, honestly, yeah, I think it's just like pure, I think it's a couple of things, cultural traditions, specifically something with the cultures that definitely have like religious ceremonies and religious, uh, you know, like components where the the union creates the bond of a promise of the future of family and kids, where there is this maybe relief and, and need to like show off they have accomplished that for their survival. I'm not quite sure. That's just me. That sounds pontificating, good. Pontificating. But, you know, with Mary and Brandan, obviously Mary is pregnant, you know, and like for whatever reasons, you know, Lolo has been trying to keep that from not happening, even though it seems like the stars always pointed that that was going to happen. So maybe there's this also thing of like, well, they're, but they're married. But look, we all came. We all saw they were definitely married, though, you know. So she's, you know, I don't know if it's like, like a little pencil eraser trying to like erase a mistake by or and or drawing even a bigger picture around it so that's the distraction i'm not quite sure yeah his pull-out game is terrible oh well okay yeah his pull-out game is terrible but like let's talk about this next scene honey so they go in the swamps or like they go at night in the kind of marshy areas to go frog hunting and apparently they fed him frog telling him that it was baby chicken, which I'm like, so you thought you were eating chicks? Like, what did you think? What is it? I mean, there's a baby chicken. I feel like I don't know the in-between stage. Have you ever seen a, a chicken in the in-between stage? I've, I've seen a, a full chicken and then I've seen a chick. I've never seen a teenager chicken. I've never seen a toddler chicken. I've never seen a preteen chicken. You're right. Well, you know, it's weird because like in America or whatever, we eat like quail or Cornish hen, which is a smaller mm -hmm. chicken or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Why? Why doesn't he? She inhales and inhales it. Uh, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so like, you know, baby chicken to me felt like chicks. And then we also know that like he is saying that because he was eating meat that looked the size of a frog at a frog's body. And they had to tell him something. They'd be like, what's frog size body? That is a, they could be like little baby, baby cows that size, you know? So yeah, they have make, they make frog adobo. What is adobo again or adoba? They call um, it frog adobo, adobo is a, I, 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 I once knew because I'm reading a book and I forgot already. I think it's either a rice or it's a sauce or is a combination of a rice sauce. It's basically the the national dish of the Philippines. And I think you can make different types of adobo. I'm thinking it's a sauce with some up. kind of, in of Philippines, meat in it. Okay, so adobo is most often a braise featuring a vinegar, soy sauce, garlic, bay leaves. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's like a... Thick, chunky stew over 
rice. Rice. Immersion of cooked food in a stock composed variously of paprika, oregano, salt, garlic, and vinegar to preserve and enhance the flavor. The Portuguese variant. Okay, I don't care for the Portuguese. Uh, you better know that. If you're Portuguese, you heard me say it. And that's just a little Freudian <laughs> slip, but I don't care about you at all. Um, wow. it's, just a, it's just a long, a do, uh, long marinated protein and some sort of thing. But yeah, so now they're going to go catch frogs and all the friends are back, you know, like jelly and jam and pudding. They're all catching the frogs mm-hmm. too or whatever. And like they have to keep, they catch like 15 frogs in this marsh, honey. It must not be hard. It must be frogs fucking everywhere. And like they're rah! you know like all of those crazy sounds and then they got to skin the frogs right then and there just chop the heads off and there's like a whole ass part where i'm like are they gonna show me a beheading like (laughs) why is that because you saw everyone saw this they put the little frog body on like a piece of log or whatever and then like pudding got his like you know yeah Chop, chop, honey. And then I was like, I'm sorry, we're gonna, I'm sorry, what's gonna happen right now? And then, like, you know, suddenly we're like, and then you skin them, and then, like, then we, like, we're taken away. And, you know, Brandon's like, oh, no, it's just a really funny thing my mom and I did where I used to, like, always, like, prank her, you know? And I'm like, God, your relationship with your mom over your, over your childhood just sounds fraught. Yes. Rot and fraught. Just like, <laughs> rot and fraught. So, yeah, they, I've, I've, I either, I have seen a frog skinned before. No. They have such little bodies. You know what I'm saying? Just like, what are they just like pick an opening and they just like pull it down and the skin just like peels away and he's at their feet and you just like yank or cut. Oh, wait. I dissected a frog, I think. So actually, this was like, I did see this too. But you love the French and they eat frog. But you love a French and they eat frog is what you said to me. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what, where you, what, where you came from, but you love a French and they eat frog. I and thought you were I trying to love say, a French. I, I love a French. Oh my God. I thought, I, <laughs> I, I thought you were like, out. oh my God, eating frog. So weird. And I'm like, but the, you're, the, you're the people you, 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 you like. Well, they, yes. And, and yes. Well, and as you know, I stand by every single thing France has ever done. So <laughs> you're right. If you say that, that, you know, like I, I'm eating snails right now, you know, just can't wait to like, you know, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> I stand I, by everything France has ever done, uh, ever done, ever done. <laughs> you know, I really, you know, I can align myself with every choice though that hundred year old company or sorry, company. <laughs> country hundreds year old country has made um okay um yeah so then we find out that brandon's mother is being like a bitch to me um and we forgot that brandon's mother is still back where we were when we thought mary was a raging crazy crazy person i i have since stopped thinking of her that way and has now believed him brandon have now believed him brandon the problem I think they're both bad, bad, mm-hmm. and will present problems in other relationships that they have, regardless of each other. Mm-hmm. And but well, here's the thing, and this isn't whatever I'm bitchy or whatever. Brandon's mom went through it, right? In Brandon's childhood, mm-hmm. that's why Brandon has gone through it. Like literally, she's like Brittany on again, Handy and Brittany, love her to lock up. I keep talking about them. I don't mean to. I'm mad at myself, but like obviously, she was a mother that was like addicted, and then like you know, we're we're in watching the outcome of children who had to deal with that, which is heartbreaking. Okay, obviously, we also know that Brandon was living in like his godfather's, like you know, like. A back backyard and some sort of like house sorry some sort of van he lived in because his mom was like living seemingly like in a halfway house 
or with friends that he couldn't live there with. So now this woman has enough money to like traverse the Philippines is what I almost called it, which is Philippines. That's That's a lot of money. Yeah. And they let her get a visa to leave the country. She she got a visa and then. Yeah, go ahead. Allowed to? No, I just, because she was, I, I assume the reason that she was in a halfway house is because she just got out of prison, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I just made, I made love after lockup choices for her and that might be absolutely correct. I mean, it's incorrect. So that's what, okay, I was wrong. That's what happened to me. That's what happened in my brain. Then <laughs> This woman just got out of prison and she was actually Brittany. I think you're yeah. right though. I have no clue. I just made that up. But yeah, like there's, she is like really intent on saving Brandon. And part of me is like, well, your chance to save Brandon is long gone and over. He's now making yeah. choices based on actions the that fuck- you made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. Like, that's exactly how I feel. So, like, this whole, like, I know I say this because she's his mom, but like she like wants to like paint herself as like a fucking savior right now, where she's gonna come and be like, "I'll tell you right now that no one's gonna tell me if something's fucked up. I'm gonna say it." And it's like, oh, "Well, I wish someone had fucking told you to your face when you were putting needles up your goddamn arms and abandoning your children and having this one have emotional damage for the rest of his life to your fucking face to change your goddamn attitude." But you know what? Seems like no one did except they were uh, law enforcement, bitch. I mean, I have to tell you, I'm like mad about everything. You know, God bless. So it- here she is now she had to like traverse sorry she was like i loved her going on the bus by herself sorry walk say what you're gonna say no i mean yeah i one i think you're correct but also the fact is is that we know that she has had facetime several facetimes with brandon over the last couple of months and she hasn't spoken or said boo-hoo to mary so brandon already knows that his mother has issues with mary but he's more concerned with the fact that him and his mother have a relationship and it's finally good and somebody actually coming to his wedding than worrying about how he's going to like defend his wife. And Mary says something very poignant later on in the episode, but yeah, she gets on this bus and somehow some producer said, Hey, film, film what you're thinking. And this woman did. She did. Yeah, she did. Mm -hmm. And she had a lot to say about it too. Mm -hmm. In front of, in front of Mary's face. Mm -hmm. She sure did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's almost like when, when Americans go to other places and then blame the people for the fact that they live in, terrible conditions when it's like really the country so like how are you going to be looking down on these people who are just doing the best they can chris well i i live with something yeah i understand i mean I, I have to deal with that all the time uh you know i yeah i think that sometimes you know you can you can not know how you sound or come off and uh, i'm not saying i deal with that with myself but i you know i have older loved ones who will just be in cars like ubers and just be like look at all that poverty and i'll just be like you know i'm just gonna whatever so i understand this moment so much but yeah so she's on this bus and she's just like everywhere you look at shacks a shack after shack, and none of them are shake shacks. Uh, all of them are just poverty-stricken shambles, hot shambles. So my son decided to go because he had to leave and get away from escape the turmoil that I create. I mean, you know, whatever. Goes. I really, I'm really, <laughs> you really do hate her. I, I whatever. So I don't. It's not that I hate her so much; just it's so interesting. So because she really does have such disdain for the situation he's in and it doesn't feel like she is taking responsibility and it, it feels like it's all anger where it should be just like incredible amounts of like sadness and uh openness of like how she can like help heal this person's obvious wounds but okay anyway mm-hmm. she gets up the bus in the town and they have gone to meet her and 
underneath Mary's breath. They very much were like, please keep it in. Mary's like, she's so white. Yeah. 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 But I, at first, no, at first I heard that. But then when she told Brandon, he was so white. Yes. I thought maybe she had said it, but I was like, no, 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 no. Mary was like, that is a beacon in the daylight. And she is go. <laughs> yes. She is pasty, 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 white. And if a hint of sun hits her, she turns pink and uh, they get off and they meet. And then Brandon's like, hi guys. And then she shakes her hand. Mary does go in to try and see if there is this thing that will be like, I know you're pregnant with my son's baby now. So I'll pull there's you not, mm-hmm. there's not. Brandon is like, you guys hug and you're so white. <laughs> that happens. And Mary clocks it enough to be like, and she tried to change the subject. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's fucking, yeah, that's exactly what happened. It was bada bing, bada boom, bada boom. And then Mary's like, I just see in her eyes that she is a mean girl, which also like then made me think of mean girls. And I was like, oh, yes, she's very Regina George. And this one, mm-hmm. come on, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Brandon's mom is like, I can see in her eyes that I, that look of just when you don't like someone. And it's like, yeah, you both fucking hate each other. Yeah. And both of you have no, well, Mary has a resting bitch, bitch face, like given to her, like, godly you know i think the mary's very beautiful and like the, that resting bitch face i think mary's beautiful and the resting bitch face like is part of her face it's part of her dna she's gonna pass it on to brandon's child you know what i'm saying now brandon's mom does not have resting bitch face she's just bitchy mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. and and again this is where it's hard is because i'm not gonna like mary is bananas but but brandon's mom caused all of this and is coming in so white hot anger as Mm -hmm. if she has to remedy something and she's going to be the one that's going to be the truth sayer when you are the fucking problem and have always been you fuck you this is what you're seeing so i don't i mean to tell you and also bitch get a fucking spray tan i don't want to tell you oh yeah 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 it'll only help her truthfully it'll only help her in this heat to have some kind of defense beyond suntan a lotion (laughs) between mm. like you know whatever that is uh yeah so she's like you know mary is making my son's life a living hell and i i know behind closed door that's what she's doing meanwhile we know that brandon is a lazy fuck face so there's that let's go to a commercial no we don't want money we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
Okay, we're back. And Chris reminded me during that commercial break about the cell phone scam <laughs> or the cell phone gig or whatever. They buy cell phones from Manila or something and then, then have it in stock and sell it to her friends. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know phones, like my phone costs so much money that I just could not do that. I'm like how much does the phone cost? Should I switch to Android? Like what, what do I need to do to have be in the cell phone trading game? And then she only makes $18 profit, but she says that it's something better than nothing. This is interesting because right now, all of these cell phone companies are saying, if you switch to them, you will get a 15 Pro free, which is an Apple phone product. That's around like $1,500 or something. So... That's all I have to say about that. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So let's move on to Shekinah and Sharp, Harp, Sharper. Sharper. <laughs> Shekinah, Sharper, Shekinah, Shakuna. Matata. All right. Uh, so it's the next day and she goes to see her sister to try to, I don't know, get her to meet with Harper, Sharper, Harper, Sharper one more time. And she gets there and the sister is wearing a stupid ass hat. And I can't even concentrate on whatever's happening. I saw the hat literally and was like, oh, God, and walked away. Yeah, she looks like she's staying at a Radisson, like a modern Radisson, very modern, you know, like Turkey. I've always, I want to go to Turkey. It's always interesting to see like really old cultural country cities suddenly also, I get it, like embrace very modern designed in some buildings or stuff. And I just like, it hurts me because I'm like, I get this Radisson must be nice, but like, oh my God, I wonder what the most beautiful, like old hotel of Grandeur must be in like Turkey. Anyway, so that's neither here nor there. Yeah, she's wearing this hat. I said this in the other episode, but she looks just like six from Blossom. You know, like she's like dressed like, you know, Blossom's best friend. And she and her sister like talk. And again, it's the most stunted kind of conversation where it's like, I really want you to know who Sarper is. Well, I'm not going to change my opinion because I don't like him. Oh, well, it would mean a lot if you would come one more time. Okay. It's just, yes. I mean, in a billion years, yes. I can't imagine having this conversation with you or Monique or any, I mean, like, even if you were on, even if I was on a television show and they were just like, and they were like, look, Waz, this guy, you have to be on this episode. You have to not let the guy or like whatever, just I'm too dramatic or I'm too actory, but I would give something. I just, I'm trying to think of the most calm person I know. And I don't think I know anybody who would have such, either they would not have the conversation because they're like, don't want to argue mm. or they would have the conversation and it would be full of like, oh my gods. And like, that's crazy. And something, well, I really want you to meet him, but I don't want to. And I don't like it. Okay, but can you for me, please? Sure. It's yes, it's it like is. Saying, like that girl. Have you seen the girl on Instagram who does like the uh, Kim Kardashian uh, reality show things where she pretends to be Chloe, Courtney, and Kim, and then all Chloe ever says is, "Not a pumpkin spice." not a hat like all she ever says is not a something <laughs> whenever they have you seen it no she's like I mean, on post-it notes nails okay you would know who i'm talking about that's no. what they're that's okay. what they remind me of so they go uh and meet this well the sister comes to meet shekinah and sarper for dinner 
and it's cold outside. They're drinking tea. And <gasps> did you love the way? Sorry. Wait, yeah. Did you love the Looking. way the tea? Wait. Okay. So yes. So let me get it back. I want to wait. Kind of set this up because I just like love it. First of all, Shekinah's hair is very interesting to me because in her confessionals, it's like blown out and then it's like looks like you know like Veronica Lake waves. In the scene with her season with her, with her sister when they're back at the Radisson. I'm looking at the curl pattern of her hair and it truly looks like she used a crimp plate, like one of those like four barrel crimp plate kind of waves. And that is such a very specific look, you know, because there's so many ways to create wavy hair nowadays, you know, like scrunch curling it or curling it with a thing or letting it air dry or just like, but like using that device. So, okay. that's very specific. And but you can see, you can see that I'm right. So now they're at this like outdoor restaurant and like, it's cold. Great question. I'm like, they, they must have not been able to film on the inside because, you know, anyway, so, so this is the, now I'm gonna tell you right now, the absolute most awkward meeting possible. She does come up, dress up like six, as Wa said, they sit down, suddenly three teas just get presented to them. Absolutely no food, no utensils, not nothing. The tea is in the hot glasses, which is always kind of confusing, but also on a, also on a plate and it's a brown tea. Now in my mind, it's, it's like, um, Lipton. It has to be a packet of Lipton, like just brown tea or whatever. (laughs) You mean it's just black tea? Yeah. Yeah. Black tea, like Lipton, you know, like there's no, cause in the glass, there is no tea. And there's no, not even a tea kettle. And even like, in my knowledge, there's no mint anywhere. Like, I'm like, well, what kind of tea is this? There's no honey, not everything, you know? And then they all have a very, again, stilted scented conversation that looks like they are like, it, it's just so obvious that like, it's not even a scene. This is not <laughs> a, like a warm scene at all. This is like the weirdest scene ever. They don't eat together. They are just stone faced. It feels like the sisters hate each other. He's like, you know, Shariah, I'm really disappointed in myself and how I behaved the last time. And she's like, oh. And then he's like, yes, it's really hard for me to open up. And I am very sorry. And she's like, it's okay. And then <laughs> I just and then he's- my, I want you to respect my sister as she respects you. And I want you to also love and show her that you respect her. Yes. <gasps> yes. Would you take a picture of us? Please? <gasps> now, Shekinah loses her mind at this. She, this saying that, like, he will take a picture of Shekinah and post it. She reacts as if he was like, Shekinah, I'm going to get a tattoo and, and tell you the world how much I love you. You know, Shekinah's like, oh, baby, babe, really? It was your idea? Are you sure? And he's like, yes, I want to do it. It'll make me very happy. Will you take a picture of us two again, the sister? Half of me's like, so now you're going to apologize to this bitch and just make her your fucking photographer? But also, like, they don't have any pictures in their in the phone currently. Like, they don't have not one that they could just put up or it needs to be the one that the sister took so that the sister can feel like it's real. Shekinah's wearing a Lululemon-esque tight-fitted hoodie. Like, she just got out of a Pilates class. And I only also say this, yeah, because, Wa, wouldn't you want your first picture of you and this dude that you find so attractive and, like, I guess is, like, knee-deep in pussy all the time to be, like, a very good-looking picture of you because you're, like, a vapid, you know, somewhat aesthetically inclined person? I was like, you're going to make your first picture on his Instagram, this picture of you in this Lululemon hoodie? Are you insane? 
Well, she gonna eat you thought up. the outfit. Eat you up, she thought the outfit was good enough to wear. I think she thinks that the outfit is a stunning. I feel like she thinks that she's everything she wears is is a stunning. So, you know. <laughs> like, no, I don't. I, please, please wear the Lululemon fitted hoodie and oatmeal. It is my favorite Lululemon fitted hoodie on you. It, it brings out your boobies so much. She's like, thanks, babe. It's so cold. You know. Uh, You're welcome. Is what he says afterwards. Uh, she's, cool and and also, did you notice that she's like, she's like, thank, and he's like, "You're welcome." You. Yes. <laughs> yes. He said he as soon as she got the together, he's like, "You're welcome, bitch." Okay. I get it. I good. I good now. I good now. I do it all good. I know. I'm no longer embarrassed or feel guilty about me. I'm back to thinking I'm best guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, um, i mean she takes a picture of them and she's like great click can we go back and fucking side it's freezing yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. um but all right so then we move on to tj and kim um she doesn't deserve none of this chris i just i i let me tell you it takes me a what? long time to watch this because i can't get through their scenes because i'm so pissed and jealous that she gets hot ass tj and she's acting like a complete a-hole. So uh, they they talk about how the wedding is a big, big festivity for the family. Like, this is the first wedding in the family. And I was like, this is a lot like my brother. Like, it was just a big to-do where, like, 300 people needed to be invited in order for, you know, who knows who's getting married next? Not that Wahima. So, ooh! Yeah. So, so I, we're looking maybe, at you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, like so that's what we realize. He walks in on the on the horse or donkey. He's got the the entourage with him and then she's like the one thing that I had got to happen is my father walked me down the aisle and then she's like I didn't know there was going to be 15 people walking me and then my stepmom got pushed to the back and it made me sad. Then stop the fucking proceedings and and say like come here and like get her and bring her to the side like she he should have she should have been walking hand in hand with both of them or something it's like she just wants a reason to complain i saw that and i felt no she was happy she, she said she just wanted to walk down with her dad she never said i wanted to walk down with my dad and my stepmom never said that <laughs> yeah because she didn't know 15 people were going to be with them so i think she thought well if all these people are going to be here i might as well you know be with both of them Okay. So, <laughs> oh, is this the one where? Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go on. I, I, I love this part. Go on. So then they get up to each other, and I wrote down here punching noses, but that's not what happened. They uh, get to part of the ceremony where the stepmother has to like pull on TJ's nose, and it looks like the parents are having a good time. But the way that Kim is narrating it is that they boldly hated it. Like everyone hated it, and I'm just like, and and then they were talking about how I just the complaints about how long everything was made me say to these two, you guys didn't do any research. Yeah. Don't complain. If you had done a smattering of research, you would understand what this festivity was, looks like and is supposed to be. And it just, it's just annoying. Yeah. And the same thing with either they're talking about it taking too long or they're talking about not knowing things like, well, we're doing all the rituals and everything. It has a reason. Not that we know it. <laughs> not, not that we know the reasons, but just is still doing it. Like that stepmom just keeps having like little like asides like that, you know, where mm -hmm. you're just like, I'm glad you're pushed to the back there, honey, honey. We yeah. don't need to like, we don't need all you taken up with your like quizzical it just, brow. It just leaves a feeling of like, you think that your way of doing it would have been better. 
Yes, it's very much like this is so weird this way of doing it and not normal and not traditional and not how I would ever do it and definitely not how you would ever do it. Isn't this crazy, this weird thing? Anyway, we're we're doing the best we can. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of that kind of feeling. And it's the most beautiful thing ever. And so, yeah, like she does, she does that thing where it's like you do it to babies. You're like, I stole your nose. She kind of keeps grabbing it. Yeah, the, the part of him on the horse being greeted by his family when he assumes the role of the god, I was like, oh, that's exciting. Is there a part where she assumes the role of a goddess? And uh, very into that. I mean, like, that just, like, this really speaks to me. He is living his fucking best life. He's like, I am, honey, there's fireworks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, everything, I am, like, on cloud nine. I'm, like, living my best life everyone's like coming up to me he's making cute jokes where you know they gotta dance you know it's like dancing parts of the wedding of course and oh, yeah. he's like and basically he's... like yeah my family is it. so bad my family Ugh. was so bad at it i was actually shocked at how offbeat they were <laughs> and i was like that is so hilarious but he he's like this is the best day of my life this is the best time of our life and that made me so sad i was like no you're not your birthday no not not okay he also said this other beautiful thing where he was like, every, no, I mean, this is me going to butcher up. He's like, all the gods and everyone, everyone in the whole world, all of our family and friends and those stars and everyone is witnessing our, our union right now. And she's yep. just like, cool. I'm clever. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, yeah. It's, like the, one of like a, it's a, such a beautiful sentiment to say, like, because it really is, there's this moment sometimes I feel like, I see people get married sometimes and I think, oh my God, if I ever get married, there will probably be like not one morsel of time that I'm actually living in my body and present, you know, because there must be so much happening in your heart and mind and you're just like there, there. In that one moment when he expresses that sentiment, it's like this time to like ground and like be present in what it actually is happening, which is the unification of your soul's like in a divine way you are screaming it to the universe and especially if you're like a you know 24 hour affair in such a way i guess and so to not have her at least sit in that a little bit and connect it's just so interesting to me like not even there especially when you, you especially when you have have not to make any decisions about this especially when you don't have you can just be in the moment and witness and take in everything because you're not worried about the food. You're not worried about if somebody bought this, if this thing is happening, like somebody else's problem to worry about. So it just feels like she's unable to, yeah, really sit in this moment. And then we have a scene where the dad washes his feet. And I was like, um, can we get some toenail clippings? Can we, can we at least like file them down so they're all the same? But uh, they did that. And then they were looking for, and this is what we found out, at least with Jen and Rishi, I think, looking for the most auspicious time of the day to have the wedding because you have to go with your birth chart, which is so interesting that. that like, it's like a mixture of astrology from, from the American lens and their religion and just like whatever. And so they their marriage is at fucking 3.37 in the morning or something. And she's like yawning and like, and I'm like, no one gave you the opportunity to go to sleep at like 2 p.m. so that you could be fresh as a daisy at this time? (laughs) Or were you just, yeah, were you just up and doing, huh? They're all there the whole time. No, you just can't go sleep while those all those people are there. (laughs) They can't sleep. Can't we all just have a moment of of siesta? 
And so, yeah, then there's like elephant and, you know, I'm in a part of the elephant, you're a part of the elephant and I'm going to throw the rice and you're going to throw the salt. And she's like, huh? And I'm we're all like, we get it. We get it. We get that you don't get it. Does it have to be this dramatic all the time? The pink dress was the best. Uh, I would have been like, do I have to go to the yellow? Can I stay in the pink? You know, <laughs> you know what? I do give it to her that she's like, okay, with a pink dress, I'll do straight hair. <laughs> okay, this is me and you. Well, my pink dress will do straight hair, and then I'll do you know. Anyway, but um, yeah, like the food. I like also. I think that I would love to see a little more now food at this wedding. Mm-hmm. Butter chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and is there dancing that happens with everyone like on a dance floor or just in those one moments? And yeah, like I and also we we maybe aren't allowed to hear traditional the traditional music that's actually playing during that time. Maybe they can't get mm-hmm. the rights or something. Yeah. Which is making that kind of festive festivity part unwatchable for us, which is sad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but everybody I think at the end had a good time and we're gonna see next episode the aftermath of what it means to be somebody's wife or husband in this country. Yeah, because now he's going to tell her that she has to do things because we're supposed to also, again, believe that she's not done any sort of research to know what that means. And mm-hmm. so now she gets to enter the kitchen for the first time. And I just like, what's she going to do, like rub garlic on the walls? I'm like a bitch. Oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> she's going to be in there with like beef and garlic upsetting pork? everybody. Is it pork or, gar- or beef? Beef. Okay. Oh, you're absolutely right. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay, my loves. All right. So we've come to the end of this of this episode, but not the end of our lives and definitely not the end of this podcast. Um, but just, you know, this one moment, just like time, seasons change. We uh, I love you guys so much. And we're so thankful that you would take any time out of your lives to listen to one moment of us talk, especially me. Horrible. But if you also want to take more time out of your lives to support us, we won't stop you. Consider giving us five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and also follow us on the social media as we are at DocuSuite on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties once on X slash Twitter, and also Facebook, the DocuSweeties Facebook group. At the same time, we also like money. Why? Yes. Um, so if you're able to do a $10 a month situation on Patreon, you can become a patron. That's patreon.com slash docusweeties, $10 a month. You get it live every first Monday of the month. You also get the uh, content exclusive as well as the visuals of what you are listening to right now. And, you know, just supporting your girls so that we can pay people to help us do stuff. So we thank you so much for your time and listening to us. And we will talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.